So on this episode, I interview one of my favorite people, my cousin, Chris Abud. Let me disclose something here. Me and this guy in the same room together is pretty exciting 60% of the time. So buckle up. A little bit about Chris. He's an engineer and owns a product development company called RepRite. So you might be asking, why am I interviewing my cousin, the engineer? Well, let me ask you, do you like the show Shark Tank? Have you ever had a million dollar idea or just any idea and made it come to reality? Perhaps a product that solves a problem. Well, if the answer is no, then you're going to love this show because Chris does this for a living. People actually come to him with an idea and he transforms that idea into an actual physical product from scratch. So he graduated from engineering school exactly a year ago. And since that time, he's acquired a lot of clients, including a handful of household brand names. Yeah, pretty crazy. He does everything from designing to engineering to prototyping and manufacturing. His creative process is fascinating and watching his journey makes me a proud older cousin. So before I get people crying and stuff, let me get right into this episode. I caught into engineering because like I like like making products and I love Shark Tank. I love like watching like people like pitch ideas and yeah. get like a deal and I just love the whole negotiation tactics and it I was love school too for yeah, but but this is where it started because the interest <clears throat> became like from there. Yeah. Um, but then I started like wanting to make my own ideas, and then I went and, like started getting quotes from other engineers. And the fact that I didn't know like what was going on or like like why things were costing so much or what was involved, like it, anytime I get in, like, uh, confront that, where like I just have no idea. Yeah. Like like what's going on? I get really uncomfortable, and I like and I and, well, I, need, and I need to know. Yeah. So that's that's like like where like I first like wanted to go to engineering is like like in like right when I graduated high school I came up with an idea and I got quotes from an engineer for a product and then he developed the product like he got, did some drawings for us. You can tell us what the product is. <laughs> it was a dumb idea. It was actually the a hookah like flotation device. <laughs> oh, I remember this. Yeah, oh, yeah I remember it was smoke. Yeah, I actually still have the drawing somewhere. Uh, float smoke. I, what I mean, we thought that was genius at the time. <laughs> I mean, it would be, it was like ideal for like where we were at in our lives. We wanted a hook in the, in the pool or jacuzzi. We wanted to go to jacuzzi, we wanted but a pool. I think at the time I knew there wasn't that big of a market for it, but I didn't realize like what, like, uh, what went into like bringing a product to market, especially yeah. uh, injection molding a product. And like, so after we did the drawings, we spent like a few thousand dollars. Um, we, he gave us numbers to manufacturers and we went and got started getting quotes and yeah. Uh, the mold price was like thirty thousand oh, dollars, and we're like, like, okay, this is not a good like for, for like a young guy too. Like, a, but I mean, it's for anybody. That's a very expensive. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to test this idea. Out. I didn't really want to. Um, I didn't really want to like make. I didn't think it was gonna go anywhere like huge. I wasn't like that invested in it like mentally. It was very easy for me to disconnect from it. But we we did put some money into it, like a few thousand dollars. And like to me, like at the time, that was like a, like, a lot of money. Yeah. And I did it with a friend at the time who had more money than me. And that experience was like really like a like a game changer for me because first of all, I didn't like that the engineer like wasn't upfront about how much like a, like. A, what things were going to cost like after we were done with the designs mm -hmm. and and when we did run into that to that the roadblock he had no like alternative solutions he had no like 
path to like overseas manufacturing. He had no path to like uh, any other alternative. He, had, he he really didn't have any. He had the manufacturers that he's worked with in the past and that he's comfortable offering to you, but he had no other solutions. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wait, I just want to test this idea out. Like, I don't need to go straight to manufacturing. Yeah. But for me, like, this idea was not that great of an idea. Let's like, I'll be honest about it. The, the flotation hookah device was like, a, was like an interesting idea for all of us at the time. And like, I just really wanted to smoke. I really wanted the flotation device in the in the pool hookah. I think we're at the Flamingo Hotel in Vegas. Yeah. And I saw that idea. I was like, oh, dude, what if we had, what if we could just cruise around in the pool and just like smoke our hookah? To give context, we're all into hookah. Yeah, we love. We them. love smoking hookah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We love smoking hookah. Yeah. And especially at that time, which was what like this was you're talking about like eight years ago. Yeah, I was like eighteen. So you're eight, you were like yeah, yeah you're seventeen, eighteen. And we all loved hookah, and we loved pool parties, and we loved being in the water. Yeah. But we couldn't bring the hookah in, in the, the water. The <laughs> big dilemma. So this, so you're trying to solve a need based on, based on what you desire. Yes. Basically the problem, but just just too much money to get just even a prototype is what you're saying. Like, yeah. So in that case, like if somebody came to me with that same idea, I would tell them. And they said we want to manufacture this. I would tell them like, hold your horses, don't even think about manufacturing until we test this uh, and test this product, and we know it works, and you know there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. That's like my entire like company Pieces. goal <laughs> is like, and I create like affordable prototypes like, and the that will test the product, test the market, you know, and then we can redesign, and then if it's if it does pass those tests. Then we could go to manufacturing, and then we could go to ma- like mass production and start selling and building a business out of this product. Mm. But you can't just build a business out of a product until you know that this product is viable in the marketplace. Proof of concept. Yeah, proof of concept prototyping and really like three D printing um, is like opened that door for me. And so back to the, the beginning of the story, I went to that. I had no interest. I always knew I love business. I love Shark Tank. I love making products. Me, my, my entire family, we're all builders. My dad loves building. My yeah. brother loves building. Um, all of us, I think, love building. And um, so I knew I wanted to create things. And I knew I wanted to um, like be different in that way. Yeah. But I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I, I thought business would be a good major for me. But I really had like that experience for me. It was like, I was like, okay, I don't know. Like, let's say I do come out with a great product. Yeah. I have no idea how to bring it to market. Like, let's, like, I've, and you know what? That was the best idea to test it out on. And I lost the money, but it was, a, like, a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to bring a product to market. I have no idea what it takes. I have no idea how much. product to market? Like, uh, like, the hookah device. I, like, I have no idea. Like, 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 I have this idea. Oh, got it. What yeah. steps do I take to get, to, to, to get it to the consumer's hand? Mm-hmm. I was trying to rush that process and go straight to the consumer's hand. Yeah. But when really what I should have been doing is testing the product. So, um, so I started like getting interested in like engineering and considering it as a as a degree. Uh, my dad did mechanical engineering, but he never like really pra- worked as an engineer. He yeah. was a business guy, and I always thought we were really alike. So, I thought maybe I would just go straight to business instead. But that experience helped, like you know, brought me back to like thinking about doing engineering as a degree. Yeah. And so, I got an internship at a at a company in uh, Santa Ana, like TMX Manufacturing, mm-hmm. and they were like a straight machine shop. 
and this was like probably the best like decision I ever made like in my life um, I went with like a suit and everything I did like I, it was like embarrassing like they were just dressed up in t-shirts they thought I was it's weird so funny how yeah you think about that too I was like really nervous about going because I was young and I, and I was you know a freshman in college and I went there and I wanted to like go to uh, I went there and I dressed up to the tea and they thought it was weird they asked me if I had any experience I had no experience despite um, telling just nothing just by knowing how you dress yeah <laughs> actually yeah because it's a machine shop it's a, a machine shop is where they manufacture parts it's like where they manufacture yeah. metal parts it's not an engineering firm where you're sitting behind actually. a computer and designing you're you're like you're With your hand. cutting metal you're you're, you're you're on assembly running assembly lines um, inspection expediting orders it's very very hands on it's a, this is like this is manufacturing. This is like what I wanted. I wanted to see like that process. Yeah. I wanted to like, and it was really like comforting to like get into that, like to be into that world. Yeah, yeah. And I knew I wanted to like get this job because I, I didn't know why, but I knew I wanted it. And you know, they, they turned me down and like right away they said, like, we don't really, we're not really hiring right now. We're not really trying to, I'm like, let me just show up tomorrow. And then uh, <laughs> if, you guys do, if you guys don't like me, I'll just leave. Like, you don't even have so to pay me. Did. Yeah. Then so like the like a weekend like they 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 had like a back order and like they had me and they asked if I could stay till like eight p.m. and I and I was already there from nine a.m. and I stayed and I just like I stayed there the entire day, and then they you know then they started like giving me money here and there then they hired me as like an, an intern and then eventually I became like an employee and I and uh, I was on and off employment there but I but overall I think I worked there for three years, but I learned everything like I learned like from like. When you order the materials, the raw materials, like when you order the metal, you machine the metal, you send it to the next machine to actually like get, machine out the details, then you send it to inspection, okay? And then I was working a lot in inspection. Inspection is like, okay, this like these drawings right here are for this part. Yeah. They had they're supposed to have these dimensions. The inspection department. Right when it comes off the, the machine, it has a document and it has all these dimensions. And the inspection department is supposed to like uh, verify that these dimensions are correct. And like they'll have like critical dimensions that you know like that that should be passed. Yeah. Um. So like, and this is like where all the chaos is. Like the inspection department, and I and I loved it. Like the, like everybody was like people were getting fired like every Tuesday at this end oh, sh- because this is like where like because the the company where I was working at they were manufacturing parts for SpaceX which okay. was 80% of their business so SpaceX is a very like they inspect That's their pretty crazy we inspect the parts in-house and then they inspect the parts when it arrives at their factory if mm-hmm. anything is wrong with it they immediately send it back so like one if we mess up on if the inspection department messes up everything the, the company just lost twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, and they get like yelled at, and they get in. You know, like it's a big deal. But whatever. This this process was like super important for me. I saw everything, and you know what? Like, I think a lot of kids like would have like not liked that experience. They would have not liked the yelling. Why? They would have not liked oh, okay. the chaos. They would have not liked the uncertainty. And I and I really loved it. I love like the like every every bit of it. I, this was like manufacturing. This is but like. Why did you love it? Because I knew this is like if I if I understood this, okay, I could go to school and learn design. I could go to school and learn CAD. If I understood like the machinist, the manufacturing side, how parts come in, what people are expecting on like the customer level and okay. the manage- management level, if I could understand that process, I could always learn how to design. I could always go to school and learn engineering. So you, how, how old were you at this point? 
This is like 1819. This is before like... This is I was at Saddleback Community College. That's yes, before university. Yeah, I didn't even declare my major yet. I didn't declare my major until after this. So you're getting all this experience, like real-world experience, in a field that you essentially are thinking about being in before you even get into like the studying part. Like Yeah, I didn't even know what field I wanted. I didn't even know what engineering was. But I it was like, it was, was kind of, you were kind of like, yeah, I was feeling, like yeah. attracted to that, yeah. that feel, like you were kind of appealed by it. Uh. Yeah, I, I really didn't know what engineering was. It was, like, embarrassing. Like, I think, like, I really, like, I, you know me. If you know me for years, I, I hate not knowing. Like, yeah. I hate being the guy in the room that doesn't know something. <laughs> That's true. You got to dip your feet in everything. And that experience, like, really, like, put me in an uncomfortable situation where I didn't know. And I made a mistake. And I made, and I lost a few thousand dollars. And to me, that was a lot at the time. That's, like, losing, like, $100,000 today, you know, on that first product. So, like, really put this, like uncomfortable feeling like where i need to learn this in, i need to learn how to make products that's it and after uh, after like i got this job like a few months in i i got introduced to 3d printing and i was like oh wow like this is what i needed this is like you could print a model and you could have a prototype in hand same day and not have to go to manufacturing and spend $25,000 on a mold. Yeah. I could print a model. I could take something from the computer and 3D print it in mm. a plastic and test this product and then go to manufacturing. Like, I was like, that's what I needed to know before we spent all that money. Mm. And, like, like, for, like, like, this is, like, a 3D printer and, like, the plastic spool filament. This is, like, really, like, like uh, settled argument that mm. I was having with myself. I knew, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to study engineering. That's it. Like, oh, got it. Like, once I saw 3D printing, I'm like, oh, if I learn how to design products, because you can't 3D print something unless you have the 3D model, unless you know how to do the 3D design. So I'm like, okay, all I'll do is learn how to engineer and 3D design. And then I could use this machine to print products. Like, any idea of I, let's say I come up with that idea, me and you come up with an idea right now mm -hmm. for like a, a specific cup. I could go on the computer right now, design it, and we could have a physical model in our hand that we could test in a few hours. Like that's an insane thing that, that that didn't exist before. So did this all happen like timing wise, like was pretty good because 3D printing happened recent, right? It lasts like 10, like 10 years and like the last like five years it's like gotten really popular. Okay. So I got in, I got in it like right, like right when it was like starting to gain some traction and like, but I still was like in the early stages like where it, like, so I, I convinced my parents to like get me a 3D printer and my mom like always like a, she said uh, you're gonna throw it away like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, like after like begging and pleading, like I finally got them to give you it to me. You have to go. <laughs> after, after my freaking failure of the hookah, the floating hookah device, I like, I convinced them to give me six hundred dollars, like to fit uh, to buy the to buy the three D printer. And uh, my dad never said no to me. He was always encouraging, but my yeah, my he's like, I know this guy's on to something. My dad was very encouraging always, but uh, my mom was always a skeptic. And but I, I need that's another conversation. But I needed I needed the skepticism to 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 work harder and like be, to stay motivated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, yeah. Once I once I found out that like, I could if I learned how to engineer, if I learned how to three D design, I can create a product like a prototype, working prototype that I could test and verify that this is an actual uh, part that the market needs. Mm -hmm. So, so like, what, like, what, what, what part 
like led you to finding out about 3D printing? Was there like a connecting, or was like the what was the dots that were connecting oh. you from like the, your, what you're passionate about to like landing on? Oh shit, I should get a 3D printer. Well, the the guy I was working for, like at the company, the 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 main person I reported to, the engineer, he was a, like a 3D printing like enthusiast. Like he was one of like the earlier guys in it, so he really had built like a few of his machines. So he uh, he uh, showed me how to like use the printer. Showed me like he introduced me to the whole like idea, and he like was very enthusiastic about it, and he was like very. Uh, he like he he inspired me to like to learn more about it. Mm, okay, then, so he introduced you to yeah. it. Yeah, and then I built, then I got the kit. I built my own machine. I got really like good at like troubleshooting machines because at the time, these like things would fail. Like every, every five prints, they'll fail. Like mm -hmm. so you have to re, you have to you spend like a few hours fixing it. Yeah. Well, you now, built your own too. Yeah. After yeah, so then the company ended up rehiring me to like build them a three D printer. TMX. Yeah. So then. So then I got then went I went back there and then I got another job for them to, to build a three D printer for them, um, for their manufacturing like for test fixtures and um, stuff. So then, then I went to university and then I st just studied engineering and then, and then I actually like developed all my skills and then I you know I did the USD three D printing club. I always like tried to take like leadership positions and always like tried to like really get the most out of my degree because I knew because I knew that this was gonna happen like eventually. But while I was at school, I, I was always asking questions, mm -hmm. like industry-related questions. And I was working on projects for clients at school. And anytime I had a question, like let's say I ran into an uh, issue with a client, like today, if I run an issue with a client today, I can't call my professor and ask him for free consulting advice. <laughs> but when you're at school and you have and you, and, and you have a client yeah. that needs something done, you can go to your professor and ask him for some cons free consulting advice. And not only that, they have the resources to make the to help you make the device. So I really took advantage of like of school itself, like if and and every way I could to like prepare me for this point. Um, but right now, like, yeah, yeah. So after I worked a little bit in the in the industry, um, in injection molding, I, uh, I decided to start my own business, and I did that because, I did that, because I knew I had a route, I already had clients, I already had something going on. Um, I had the, the you know the the hookah products that yeah we're manufacturing right now, um, these these little mini hookahs like. I was already while I was working at you know a company like somebody inquired me about it so we decided to he wanted to expand his product line so I had this in my back pocket I had some money to keep me safe you know and then during school this was like actual after school after I graduated and while I was like working in another company and I decided to go off on my own yeah but I wouldn't have gone off on my own and took that took that nice leap if I didn't have like a direct path to income. And I did. I had this like product. I had a chance to go to China. This company gave me a chance to go. One of my clients gave me a chance to go to China and learn about manufacturing. And then okay. Uh, so how did that person find you, or that client, or like? How I always put myself out there, no matter what. Like when I was at when I was at church, when I was with friends, or what. I always put myself out there. That I had the the 3D printing club. If somebody called or emailed the 3D printing club and they said, "Hey, we want to prototype a product." Can we? Can the three D printing club print it for us? I'd be like, Yeah, I have a design service. Can you? <laughs> I always like was putting myself out there for that conversation. I've always wanted to, to gain experience. 
I mean, I'm talking like I like I made it already. I just started, and it's been going well. <laughs> I know, but, but like, you have a long like a long history of experience, like since 18. I feel like yeah. in this field. That, I mean, some people who are at your age like are just starting. You know. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that I just came up with this like uh, like uh, like like a couple days ago, and then I just started like to make a company. Well, that's the thing. Like yeah, I've been this has been brewing in my head for the last like six years. Like I've been thinking about like you know yeah. all these things, and I've. Along the way, I've been making my own products. I filed for a patent. I've, you know, I've done like design work on the side. You know, I was always like trying to like challenge myself to get more. But yeah, now that you bring it up, the flow and smoke concept. That's the entire thing. I yeah. didn't realize that um, it all started from that. Yeah, like, from that thing. Like it like lit a fire in you, where you're just like, yeah. That's that's why I like to do these type of things. You got to figure out like where the the meat of everything comes from. Yeah. You know? But. Um, yeah, but that's like brings up like like an interesting thing like like a the like parallels like, yeah. At times we get confused, but starting a business has always been like an option for me, you know. Like for, mm-hmm. and it's, I know it's been for you too, and, and you know all our family. Yeah, and it's like I don't know why like exactly, but it's like a thing along with immigrants. But at least I can speak for our family. Um, they always taught us to be like owners, like they always taught us to have ownership of everything. Yeah. of our house they they always like criticized renting a property or renting a car they always wanted us to be an owner like yeah. they always like you know they get little comments here and there that like you know like that pushed us away like mentally from working at somewhere too long or or, or you know just staying in a rental and not yeah. <laughs> and always being in the position to like take care of your family no matter what I feel like it's you know, it comes, like, the idea, but maybe, I mean, I went to business school, too, so I have some type of fundamental, even though business school is, you know, it's, I wouldn't advise anybody to go to business school. You can just acquire those skills by doing, but, like, it's just something that is kind of common sense, too, like starting your own business. If you're good at something, if you're talented at it, if you're passionate about it, you you just pursue it, and then throughout the way, you start learning as you do it, right? Like, I feel like that's most of it wouldn't you say like even though you started like six months ago um you know like what has your experience been like with that like would you say like for somebody who needs to start or who wants to start a business like how how do they go about starting it you know is it because so many people overthink it too like so many people overthink starting their own business starting like that they just kind of they stand still and they don't know how to they don't know how to actually like, take the right step to do it. Yeah. It's all confidence thing. And like, if you don't think something's possible, you, you, you put a mental block in your head, you know, the, that you, that you can't achieve this, that you can't like, you can't go there. The sooner that you put, to get rid of that mental block that, you know, that this is possible, that you are, you gain that confidence that you can do, that you can start your own business, that you can run, uh, like a company and you can delegate tasks to people under you not just confidence not just blind confidence but also like like tools like knowledge like preparation yeah like some type of experience in the industry you can't just start a business there's no way um, that's true like you've been develop like you've been developing movies like your entire life um ever since like you got a camera the second somebody gave you a camera you 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 picked it up and you were and you're practicing you this was like destined for you no matter like what yeah 
if you decided to do it or not, you always had this talent. I think you had the confidence to that you knew that you could make good like videos and film, yeah. but you didn't have the confidence at the, in the beginning um, to start that to to actually run a company. In your case, I feel like it was more like you were very confident in your skills. We all knew you were like were good, good at videos, but you weren't that confident in your ability to run a company and uh, and delegate employ and yeah, run I mean, it's still an issue like you know and i think we're both going through that right now we're going through like these logistics like like how like yeah. how do you project manage and how do you okay but like you know when you talk about conference and when i see like this i think this is with you and all your siblings too like or like you know especially like nicole for instance your dad you like your family like when you guys talk about business like or like when you're talking to people you don't like hesitate to like bring up what you're talking like what you're doing you know like what like your business is we always put ourselves out there you always put always. yourself and i and i think that has probably accelerated things as well 100 percent, because the people already knew like kind of what i was doing the people that were paying attention everybody that wasn't really paying attention thought i was just like 3d printing things the people that like were paying yeah attention, that's, were, that's another <laughs> conversation too. The, the people that were paying attention knew like that they could either like uh use me for something or like they knew i was a young kid i was ambitious and that and that yeah, I was an engineer, and that they could, that we could help each other. He had a, they, yeah. for this case, he had an established business, and I had some engineering skills and some manufacturing skills, and he decided to use that. He, we, we learned from each other, and like now we're launching uh, these products out together. We have like like four thousand units coming out. And this is just a conversation that led to. This is a conversation at church. This is a conversation at church. You're saying what's up. He's saying what's up. I didn't even want to go that day. I, <laughs> and that's another thing too. You always like if you do go out. If you do go out somewhere, haven't don't waste your time talking to people about nothing, or don't waste your time talking to somebody that you're gonna see tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Talk to somebody that you're not gonna see for another year. Well, that's like a that's like a reframe in your head that people don't do. Like, I mean, some people are just kind of hesitant or shy towards that you yeah. know you used to honestly i learned that from you like when we were kids like uh because i was <laughs> i was so comfortable like with you like because you would be at our house so often you're my older cousin yeah i would be like so comfortable hanging out with you um that when we went to family parties i wasn't comfortable with our older cousin so i would like sit there and cling on to you yeah. and you would you would kind of shove me off and be like hey i want to talk to my cousins that i i'm gonna see you tomorrow you idiot <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me talk to these people and that, like honestly that like put it in my head i'm like yeah you're right like i should be talking to people that i'm not gonna see for a while again well, that's an interesting way to think yeah no that's well, <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story is to strike conversations up with people that you know are new and see where it goes it's because that's led to a lot of opportunities um the weirdest of our opportunities the weirdest so that kind of goes into like how you know things that like i don't like i like i'm like how did this even like come about and like it was this one little conversation this one little like seed that i planted in somebody's head yeah like for like two years ago and they always like thought about it and you know like later like every time i saw him we kept talking we kept chatting and we kept putting ideas into each other's head and then eventually when I think when I was ready to start a company they were ready to use my service and that's another thing too like before you start a business like first you get the confidence first you get the money okay then, then you get the power okay then you get the ladies first you get the confidence okay then you make a plan 
okay? Then you make a business. Like, you have to make the plan. You have to know, like, yeah. what, what, how are you getting income? So you, in the beginning, uh, you were generating income project by project basis. Yeah. And it was doing, like, really well for you, okay? But you had dead months. You had slow months. You didn't have reoccurring income. You started getting reoccurring income when you started doing the month-to-month subscriptions and started doing social media management. Yeah. Um, but it took you a while to develop those programs. So while here's my like like I think like I think my advice like I was very like like uh, uh, useful like with my time while while everybody was doing the website and the design and everything like uh, I had the people doing my logo design, my website design, my content like all that stuff. I was developing service packages. I was developing ways like how am I gonna get recurring income. I was like figuring out like those ways of how I'm going to yeah. stabilize this business. While, cause lo- that logo, like you know when you when you start a company, the designing the logo, building the website, that's like a bunch of bullshit and it takes like a few months to, to set up. That we'll few- die there. Yeah, that few months is the most important thing in the world. Use every, think about everything else. Try not to think about the 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 the, uh, the content writers, the website designer, and the and the graphic designer. They're going to develop your logo. They're going to develop your website. Just make sure you give them the what they need to do it. After you give them what you, they need to do it, let them do what they're doing, and then while uh, and use that time to yeah. like develop your service packages. How are you gonna how are you gonna make like big like, close big deals like big project deals, and then how are you gonna keep that consistent income like flowing? Like, because I could have, I could have, I could have waited a little bit of time, you know, I could have, I think I took advantage of that time a lot, like, and I, and it, and it it saved me in the long run. Because, okay, this is the biggest thing. The biggest thing with you, people have this misconception that you only do 3D printing, right? Yeah. Like, especially (laughs) with our family. Everyone's like, oh, I didn't even know Chris, like, like, I didn't know he started a business. I didn't know, like, I thought he just does 3D printing. You've. It's kind of like me too. Like people think I just do, um, you know. I make products. Three D printing was a tool I was introduced to early on in my to college career, and it and it get, it was like Moses parting the Red Sea. I was like, oh, I was like, it immediately all made sense to me, and then that was like my gateway to like pursue engineering as a career. Something I never pursued when I was young, like thought I was going to major in when I was younger. I was always thought I was just going to stay into business. 3D printing is only a tool. Like I do like 3D printing is like, like 10% of like my business. My business is somebody comes in to, to my office, sits down on the, uh, on the table. There's, I have this product idea. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Okay. That's, that's literally, that's it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> no idea. And I'm like, Okay, I love making products. My the reason why I started this is because I love to make products. I love business. I love deal. I love all that stuff.